Last week on the Poison Rana Patreon, we talked about TNA Turning Point 2005 in a brand new episode of Reviews from the Six. Interviewing 4LK, the four live crew. Okay, you recognize everyone in this, but do you know them by their TNA names? So it's uh, R-Truth, or Ron the Truth Killings. Ron the Truth Killings, correct. uh, Who... I guess with K Quick and then came yes. here, right? Yep. Um, BJ Whitmer. No, what's his name? BG. <laughs> BG James. BG James. Kip Sabian. Kip James. Kip James. The James Gang. Okay, they're, they're related now. In this, they're called. They also spin off to be the James Gang. And yeah. Conan, also known as Conan. Conan. <laughs> what a squad! What a fucking squad right here. Get this show, movie reviews, retro NXT reviews, and more at patreon.com slash poisonrana. Poison Rana. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Brayden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Poison Rana, the podcast. You found us on whatever podcast app you are using. Hit that subscribe. And we are live. Live on YouTube.com slash at Poison Rana pod. Hello, tadpoles. Hello, tadpoles. Hello, poison pals. Hello, friends. Friends. We are here today to chat about some wrestling, and we are going to go in full gear. A.E. dubs. A.E. dubs. That's right. Yes. We are here to talk all about some AEW full gear that just happened last night, and... uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna dive in on what we liked, what we didn't like, and we're gonna talk about some blood drinking. Blood drinking. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it it was uh, watching that last night. Definitely yeah. uh, love me some good old blood drinking. Who doesn't? Shout out vampires. Keeps you young. Yeah, exactly. How do you think you stay so youthful and looking good? Right. Uh, we're looking good live on YouTube. Hello, anyone uh, watching us on there? Again, hit that subscribe. Poisonrana.ca for everything that we got going on. Some housekeeping. Next week is WWE Survivor Series. Oh, yes. War Games. I'm not doing it like Adam Pierce, but I do got to give him credit. He knocked it out of the park. He's doing well. Yeah, yeah. I, thought he, I thought he does it really nice. Uh, we are going to be doing an event, a watch party in the 6, downtown Toronto at Gabby's on King Street West next Saturday night. And tickets are flying. They are, yeah. They're moving well in in this last week. So uh, I'm sure we'll pick up uh, a few more in the next week. I think it's going to be pretty busy. It's going to be a fun time there at Gabby's. Yes, absolutely. So we're going to be chatting all about... Well, no, we're going to be hanging out with a bunch of you people, uh, some listeners. I know some of our friends are coming down. We're going to have some wrestling-themed drinks. You, you're doing some of the similar ones we're, before? We're doing the same as before. Yeah, it's yeah. already in the system. So, so the Pepsi Plunge is on the list. Pepsi Plunge, Interesting. yeah. The Brooks Jensen, uh, the KOD... <laughs> Uh, right. What else is there? The the Samoan Spike. The, the Brooks Jensen though isn't is it not a virgin drink anymore? Uh, is he like he's posting photos on social media okay. with his lovey dovey? So maybe well, you might need to spike it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna. So you'd have... say he's a bit of a mule now. Isn't yeah, he? yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully that. He gets that journey song, and then his career is going to be. Oh, yeah, his career will skyrocket. I swear it will. I swear, um, just give him journey. I feel like that's going to be quite expensive. No. Look, if TK can do it, yeah, that's <laughs> like true. come on, that's true. This guy's this guy's buying people themes. Why can't you, Triple H? Yeah, it's going to be a whole lot of fun. We've also got some prizes we're giving away. Uh, we've just been gifted three pairs of tickets to um, 
the Destiny slash OVW show uh, at the what, like the Battle Arts Academy? Is yeah, it? yeah. So in a few weeks, in December third. Yeah, December third. OVW from the Wrestlers mm. on Netflix. You know, we've kind of uh, been catching up watching that show. They're going to be joining Destiny Wrestling in Mississauga, Ontario, at the Don Kalov Arena, and. We got some tickets to be giving away for some people next week at our Survivor Series watch party in Toronto. So someone, some people will be going to that show. Spoilers, we're going to be going to see OVW Live. I know you want to see Al Snow so bad. Our favorite promotion, yeah. (laughs) We were both trying to work out the other day. Have we ever seen Al Snow Live? Like, I feel... I have, but also I feel it was just, uh, I've told you before about these weird wrestling shows we used to get back in the day. Yeah. Like big time American wrestling, it used to be called. And you'd get like fake Kane, fake LOD, (laughs) fake Undertaker, fake X-Puck. And always on the posters was Gangrel. Yeah. And uh, Al Snow with Head. Right. So I feel like I've seen him, but I also feel like maybe I'm just thinking of those posters where they just stuck his face on it. Because, you know... Uh, Al Snow is a legend in this business and <laughs> a huge, huge draw. I I don't think he's going to be wrestling, but he'll he'll be there because he's kind of their like GM. But yeah, I wish I got to see him wrestle live. But uh, yeah, we've been I've been definitely uh, addicted to this Netflix show, The Wrestlers. It's been really fun, yeah. And and like watching this show about OVW in Kentucky. I, I joked to you like, oh man, it'd be great us to do a little road trip down to Kentucky to watch one of these shows. Yeah. We don't even have to now because they're, coming, they're here coming here to Toronto. And I, I, as soon as they announced this and, and we, we found out we were going to be going, I was like, okay, like Haley J, she's going to be there. She's, she's the big draw, there. right? Yeah. But is cash flow going to be there? I think we're seeing cash flow. I get flow. to see cash flow. I'm going to lose no it. No W. Just end dollar sign. And a dollar, dollar sign. Dollar sign, no W. Uh, he's like him and Shira, but I think. Like Sheer is still like in his prime, whereas Cash Flow uh, is not like in his still prime? still to reach his prime. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, 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 uh, right. No, he's I love he's Cash such Flow. a baby face on this show, and like yeah. I uh, I can't wait to see him. Yeah, uh, I don't want to like jinx anything, but I would love to to party with the OVW people. Yeah. Some of them, <laughs> some of them, some can yeah, yeah some can stay. Some, some welcome. Some can go in the bin. <laughs> um, so yeah, we'd love uh, anyone who's coming to our event next week has a chance of winning uh, a pair of these tickets uh we're also giving away some uh lucha masks again that's right uh, we've given some away in the past this is like a an example of what you could be getting wow. we've got a couple of Rey mysterio masks we've also got hot off his match on smackdown with axiom which i haven't seen yet yeah. but I, I do want to we've got a couple of dragon lee masks as well we're giving wow. away as well um and uh some more prizes to be announced within the next week so uh, yeah, uh, really looking forward to this. Lots of reasons for you to come and hang out with us. Yeah, we have a ton of fun. Obviously, if you're not in the Toronto area, we'll come to your city one day, maybe soon. Because, uh, you know, we do, we've done now, we're, we're international. We've done these all over the place. We New have. York, Toronto, yeah. London, we're, we're all over. Will we be doing France? Uh, I'm going to probably pass on that you, one. You don't want to go to Backlash in France? Is it, is that what the show yeah. is? Yeah. Uh, no. Um, I think that's awesome, though. It's Again, crazy. Yeah, it's amazing. They're doing these like European cities and are we getting the world and everything? Like, like Puerto Rico had the return of Carlito and yeah. Savio Vega. So like France, we're getting Rene Dupree, La Resistance. Was he even French? French Canadian? Okay, <laughs> doesn't count. Yeah. I, 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 oh, 
the money making fighting legionnaire. Legionnaires. <laughs> yeah, uh, Sebastian Lefort. Yeah, is that his name? Something like Sylvester Lefort. Sylvester Lefort and uh, what? Mar- Marcus Louis. Yeah, there you go. They're there French. Go. I'll hit I ho- them up. Yeah, yeah. See if they're see if they're going to be there. They should be. They should be part of that show. But yeah, France doing back. Where in France? Is it near Paris? Uh, I'm trying to remember. Was it Lyon? They're going to Lyon. Um, France WWE Backlash. Um, L. Yeah, in Lyon. Okay. In the Lyon Commune of the Seine Chapeau. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, go- I'm gonna pronounce it properly here, okay? Dekinez Charpiu is where they're they're playing. <laughs> uh yeah, that's crazy. WWE announcing that they're doing that. And then like on top of that you got the bash in Berlin a few months later, mm-hmm. like SummerSlam in Cleveland. In Cleveland, yeah. <laughs> they're going all over the world. <laughs> There's a great joke in uh Only Fools and Horses where Del Boy asked Rodney, What's the French for Duck a l'orange? And Rodden goes, canard. And he's like, you can say that again, bruv. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't think we'll be making the trip for that. But I'm, I'm sure there's big amounts of wrestling fans over in Europe. Yeah, so, for sure. Like, I'm, I'm sure it'll be a pretty fun show. But yeah, uh, we'll be doing our Survivor Series watch party next week. Uh, we will be live on Tuesday night for a new episode of Up Next, covering everything that's going on in the world of NXT as we kind of get closer and closer to Deadline mm-hmm. from Br- Bridgeport in a few weeks. Uh, so we got Tuesday night Up Next. We have uh, a bunch- we'll be doing our uh, like Survivor Series preview then as well, like yeah. predictions. We'll, we might still have a couple of mounts, matches to be announced, but I think we'll give our predictions on. Yeah. Tuesday as well. Yeah, absolutely. We'll talk about some preview for Survivor Series on Tuesday. And then uh, on this feed, check out Shot in the Dark every Thursday. John Ceno fills you in on all the wrestling that you may or may not watch. Ring of Honor, MLW, which I think is a wrestling show. I'm not really sure. NWA, Impact, everything else. He'll cover it wow. in 15 minutes. Wow. Yep, yep. This week, this weekend's was actually pretty good. The wrestling has stepped up. I think they've definitely heard some of the criticism. Nice. And like started booking like some people that can actually wrestle. Okay. Uh, so I liked this week. We had the, the, was it Gloria something? I don't, I don't know, but it was great. So listen to Sino ch- chat all about that every week on Shot in the Dark. I just dropped on this feed a detox with myself and Jordan Goodman. Congrats, Jordan. If you know, you know. But uh, yeah, yeah. Are we allowed to? I don't know if we're allowed to. I don't I, know. Yeah, he's engaged, so yeah. good for him. Congratulations, Jordan. <laughs> I don't think you'd be mad. Uh, wedding coming to a rainforest cafe somewhere yeah, near yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna host it, right? <laughs> <laughs> I hope he pay, he pays. We'll host uh, his wedding at a rainforest cafe. Oh, you could just pay for us to go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In, I don't know which one he'd do it at, but it has to be at a rainforest cafe. I assume Baltimore. I don't think I don't think there's one there. You don't think there's a rainforest cafe in Baltimore? I don't know if there's any rainforests in Baltimore. Well, but. Just, you know, the rainforest cafe aren't in places where rainforests. No, are. it's a real rainforest. I'm pretty sure I went to one in a mall in Dubai. Like it's. There's one in Niagara Falls, so uh, there's one in Atlantic City. Maybe that's Whew, where they're going. That's, let's go. that's easy for us. We can just hop on the porter. Yeah, let's go. Get there. Exactly. Easy peasy. Uh, yeah, so Jordan and I did a detox. We chat about uh, a whole lot of things, including some of your listener questions, which I absolutely love. So we had a, a gas and a, and a few laughs on that show. So listen to that. It's not a lot of wrestling. Actually, Jordan does bring up, first time ever, he's like, yo, I watch Dynamite and I want to talk about it. I was like, what the, f- what kind of show is this? So listen to that show. Uh, also, uh, we got some shows over on the Patreon. 
We just recorded a show with the infamous Brandon from New Jersey, where he picked a movie that is very dear to his heart and wanted us to review with him, a movie called Krull. Yeah. Krull. Uh, this was fantastic. I what can't a film. wait. Uh, guys, you've got a little tip. You, you will learn this on the show, but we're going to drop this review tomorrow. And so you have time, you know? Yeah. Like, today is pretty chill. Like, not a whole lot going on if you don't watch NFL. Yeah. So, you know, get yourself on YouTube. And for one Canadian dollar, 99 cents, you can get this film to rent. But they don't give it to you for one day. They don't give it to you for two days. They give it to you for four weeks. They're like, keep it. So you can watch this film as many times as you want for just one ninety nine Canadian dollars. So we watched this movie and then we talked all about it. And yeah, I can tell why Brandon was a big fan of this as a kid. It's like Star Wars meets... Robin Hood. Robin Hood versus like medieval Lord of the Rings type thing from yeah. like 1983. One of the first films that Pissy Pants ever did. One of the first films that Hagrid ever did. <laughs> Uh, this take, is fantastic. Take a shot or every time you, me, or Brandon reference Liam Neeson's dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a warning for the review. There yeah. you go. Uh, super fun review. Brandon, obviously, uh, always very entertaining whenever he calls in to, like, rewind a smackdown, whenever he's joined us yeah. on previous reviews. And, of course, Eagles Don't Hunt Flies, uh, the show he does on this very feed with Martin Bushby and Dickie Bird talking about the life and career of John Moxley slash Dean Ambrose. Uh, go listen to their, uh, their chat all about the Brock Lesnar-Dean Ambrose feud from WrestleMania 32, if you haven't already. Uh, fantastic listen on this feed. Yes, so lots and lots of podcasts. Uh, this upcoming week, we got a busy week, though, on our Patreon uh, we had just done a review of TNA Turning Point 2005, which was a, a great show to go back and watch. That was for free to watch on their YouTube as well. But this upcoming week, we are going to be doing a, a new best match ever with Karen Peterson joining us to talk all about the best of Kyrie Sane. Can't wait for this one. One of our favorites. You you see her just hiding just behind me wearing right. an Asuka mask. Um <laughs> Yeah, uh, Kyrie's a, a favorite of ours at Poison Rana, and uh, Karen is the expert yes. out there. So uh, she's selected uh, some matches from stardom. We're looking at her career outside of WWE, um, and we'll be dropping kind of the list tomorrow for you to check out some of these matches. They're, they're all available somehow, somewhere online. So um, yeah. some really fantastic stuff. And maybe if you're, you know, kind of not as familiar with her, um, because she, I wouldn't say she's had like a, a crazy run on the main roster thus far. No. Like she had the, the kind of tag stuff when she moved up, uh, but was definitely kind of the background player, I thought, to ask her. And it was like pandemic era and all that. So excited to see what they do with her now with Papa Paul in charge. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we're huge fans of, of Kyrie, of EO, and, and we did the best match ever EO where we looked at the best of her stuff before coming to WWE. And some of those matches were incredible. But if you've not seen some of both Kyrie and EO's work before WWE, like there is some incredible stuff. So we have a little bit of a wrestling book club where we tell you what matches we're going to talk about. And then we talk about it, rate, review, and, and rave with Karen as we're going to definitely uh, nerd out over some, some Joshi wrestling and Kyrie Sane, which I can't wait because I, I, are we going to be looking at EO versus Kyrie? Uh, we are looking at EO versus Kyrie. One of the yeah. best matches I've ever seen in yeah. my entire life. So uh, during wait. the pandemic, we were 
like locked in a basement watching a lot of old wrestling. Yeah. And EO versus Kyrie from what, like 2016 or whatever Something it was, that. became our match of the year 2020. Because <laughs> <laughs> we were like, this is we're incredible. Like, this is great. This is great. So, so yeah, we're going to we're gonna have a lot of fun chatting about Kyrie with Karen. I can't wait. She is definitely the expert. So huge shows coming out this week. As well as, as it is Survivor Series season, we put it to you, the listeners, uh, the members of our Facebook group to pick a classic Survivor Series uh, for us to talk all about. And you have selected Survivor Series 1996. Yeah, uh, we put this to a Facebook poll, a tad poll, and you guys selected this pay-per-view, which off the top of my head, I can't really say. I know it has Austin Brett. It's got Austin Brett. Um, and it's got Shawn Michaels versus Sid. Uh, but I've always known, someone says Survivor 96, the first thing that comes to my head is the debut of The Rock. Oh, it's Rocky this show. Yeah. Right, okay, wow, interesting. So from Madison Square Garden in 96. Wow, I don't think I've watched this show front to back, so. I think I've seen it once, years ago, because when I was like a big rock fan and found out that this yeah. was his debut. I kind of watched the whole show, but right. haven't gone back to see it since. So really looking forward to that, especially Bret Hart versus Austin. Cause I know both in interviews, they both said like, yeah, our mania match is good, but we're really proud of this match. Yeah, this one's really good. I remember we, we've, I think we've briefly talked about it on yeah. the, on a show before, but now we're going to do the whole show. So survivor series 96 review coming out this week, get your feedback in. If you are, are a fan of this particular show so lots of shows on our patreon it's only five bucks sign up and support your boys because it keeps the lights on it does it keeps indeed. uh our fridge is full and it keeps us continuing to podcast so yeah yeah excellent so uh we got some uh wrestling to chat about today uh, should we should we briefly discuss uh the game of russian roulette we played the other day <laughs> Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You guys want to hear a funny story? <laughs> yeah. So um, if, you, if you follow my Instagram, uh, you might see that I quite enjoy cooking. I like uh, I like kind of seeing something I like or trying something when I'm yeah. out and whatever and be like, I want to recreate that. Or sometimes you just have like, you know, tastes crashing your head and you're like, I wonder if this works. Right. So uh, last week cooked a like, like slow roasted pork butt made like pulled pork pasta it was amazing onion soup it was really good which was really tasty um uh did like a kind of piri piri chicken the other day and then i was like you know what i want to try and make some uh some like like a hot chicken hot fried chicken sandwich because we were watching uh this video on hot ones the other day of these two two girls kind of trying out the best hot chicken in yeah, new york brooklyn yeah yeah so uh, i tried it I made like a, a cornflake crust with it all and uh, looked real good. Uh, and then we're about halfway through the sandwich and I'm like, I don't think this is cooked all the way through. <laughs> and you're like, no, 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 it's good. But the thing is, you know, you've got, you've got the bun, you've yeah. got like the, the special mustard, the tomato, the lettuce, the cheese, right. the, the like crunchy fried ness. So it yeah. took us a little bit of time before we realized, yeah, this is, this is not cooked. So, uh, ate about half of a uncooked chicken sandwich and then like, we're both, about to like get ready to go, go to, work, to work, go to our separate jobs. And I was like, all right, well, I guess this is pretty much how Russian roulette is played because we're going to find out <laughs> how our nights go. Uh, maybe goodbye, Braden. But yeah. like, <laughs> hopefully see you on the other side. So I felt fine until maybe last night, right as the main event of the pay-per-view hit. Right. 
all of a sudden I'm like, I don't feel too good. But nothing like out of the ordinary. You know, mm. I, eat, I eat sometimes garbage anyways. But I was like, huh. I don't know if that was what caused it, but I, I, uh, I'm okay today. I think I'm okay. I don't think it was. I don't think you, you ended up. I think it would have been me. worse. If, yeah. Like I think, uh, like because we both, you know, had, had the poos a little bit today, <laughs> um, but also we were like eating. Like I worked last night, yeah. and I had to somehow cram this like five hour pay per view <laughs> in between like getting home after four a.m. and yeah. starting the show at three, and you know, hopefully sleeping at some point. Yeah. So, uh, I was kind of wired after work, so I watched like two matches uh, last night, and you bring out the fucking egg rolls and the, <laughs> pizza. And the pizza and all that. So it could be you that. know, I'm like, yeah, I did also at work have a quesadilla and before work have like pasta and all that. So I'm like, yeah, it could just be you know eating a lot at almost <laughs> more almost sunrise. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. So it's probably I, I feel like if it were to have been the actual uncooked chicken that i think we would definitely be feeling it was it. pretty good though wasn't it it was for uh yeah it was just a sometimes we like our medium rare our hot chicken sandwiches <laughs> medium rare yeah exactly no you are you are a fantastic cook and i don't want people to think that you were trying to i mean i'm hopefully thinking you weren't trying to kill my, my pro my issue like we don't have a deep fat fryer right so you we and we don't have like the thermometer so we can't really monitor the oil right and i think i was like like the the oil was way too hot so it was burning it was going to burn oh, the outside. Okay. Whereas when I've, the only time I've ever really done that before is when I've done schnitzel, which is super thin. Yeah. So you know, it cooks you, quick. So we, like you've just flash it pretty much and right. it's done. So, uh, my bad. No, no, no. You, look, I, I why, why you cut a sandwich in half. I think like I'll <laughs> learn in the future. Like check first. Just or also like, like, yeah, it's probably good. I blame myself too. Like I'm like, Oh fuck. Yeah. Sandwich. Thank you. And I'm like, start eating. I'm like gobbling it down. I'm fucking halfway through when you're like, huh? And then I look, I'm like, I ate half of this. And then I, and then I looked at it like, Oh, okay. Yeah. But how is, so when you went to work, what was your mindset like? So the thing is, it's like, you know, like it's, it's kind of going again, going back to the pandemic or whatever. Yeah. And someone like texts you being like, by the way, just to let you know, I've tested positive. Yeah. And then suddenly you're like, is my throat scratchy? Like any, anything that's yeah, yeah. slightly off, like you sneeze yeah. and it's just because dust went up your nose and you're like, I've got COVID. Right. And that was the thing. It was like, I went to work and it was like, was my tummy feeling like this before I ate that sandwich? Was it not? And your mind is just playing tricks on you. And then as soon as I got busy at work, I forgot about it. I was yeah. like, I guess I'm fine. Well, I'm having a coffee right now. So anytime that, dur that, that yeah, during, the, well. during this show, I'll just disappear. Yeah, one of us might disappear at some point during this show. <laughs> to go to the yeah. But yeah, I we are about to talk about, you know, men stapling <laughs> pictures to their heads and barbed wire wrapped around their face and stuff. And here we are, can't even get through a chicken sandwich. That would be a real, that would be a real death match. If you're or like, like match. you're like putting someone through tables and beating them up with chairs and you're like sticking Full raw chicken in their chicken. mouth. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's why I, that's why that's I shouldn't be a wrestler. Yeah, yeah. Right there, isn't it? Uh, it was zone wrestling. It was a good sandwich though. Thank you. I'll, I'll try yeah. it again at some point. Yeah, just don't kill me. Yeah. You need I, a sturdy bun as well. That bun kind of disintegrates. Because I was at work and similar thing. I'm like, I'll be fine. You know, I'm a pretty easygoing person. I'm like, I'll be fine. I'm like, I didn't necessarily feel it. But then like later in my shift when I guess like it was like slowing down, I'm like, oh no, like 
is it going to affect me? Is it going? Am I going to die? And then like nothing happens, so I'm fine. But like for the gram, it looked great. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they could only see the inside of that chicken. Yeah, <laughs> uncooked. Uh, so cook your chicken, guys, cook or don't. Chicken. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, or eat veg, whatever. I do kind of like. I know they say like they recommend chicken thighs because it's way like more juicy and flavorful. There's something I like about a chicken breast because I know it's cooked. A thigh is like because it's like juicier and yeah. stuff. Like it. I find yeah, I th- it a bit more difficult to tell. Yeah, yeah. That's why I thought your sandwich was just like extra. Like, extra oh, juicy. wow. He really got this down. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in Japan, there is like weird places that you can get like raw stuff, like obviously sushi and fish and stuff. But there was chicken stuff that I saw. I didn't try it. I've done it with like beef and there's certain cuts of beef that, you know, you can people eat like really thinly sliced as like raw or whatever yeah. and stuff. There's like delicacies and stuff. But. When it comes to raw chicken, I don't think necessarily I would no. choose to, to mm-hmm. eat that. So, yeah. yeah, Be safe out there, folks. Yeah. Uh, all right. Now we can, we're survived that and we can talk about some wrestling. Let's do it. <laughs> Should we talk about some AEW full gear? Yeah. That happened last night from the Kia Forum. Is that the right place? The it Kia is, yeah. Forum in Inglewood, California. Inglewood, always up to no good. Mm-hmm. First of all, LA, I had, essentially, yeah. This is pretty much LA, yeah. right? This is like just outside. It's not necessarily in the hood, but kind of near the hood, sort of. No, isn't Inglewood? I like. I mean, LA is huge, but yeah, it's Disney in Inglewood. I think they've got a bunch of studios around this area as well. I saw the AEW talent all day were posting like at Universal or something, Warner Brothers stuff. So yeah. possibly uh, that it it was close by to them there. Uh, I got beef with the Kia Forum, right? I hated this. Setup of hard cam. It was strange, yeah. It was annoying. It was like, it kept bothering me. <laughs> I don't know if it's like ADHD was kicking in where we've been to so many indie shows and mm-hmm. we watch sometimes indie shows where the hard cam is not showing the crowd, but showing like your security guards yeah. or your doors or whatever. And that's how this show kicked off. So I was watching the, um, the pre-show. And right away, I was like, oh, okay, the lights are on, though, because, like, people are still finding their seats. They'll turn it off. And then when the main show started, the first thing you see is, like, exit sign. It's like, you didn't think to cover that up? Or did not no one look well, at that? you can't cover an exit sign. I guess, and, yeah. Yeah, I don't, but I, I assume it would look the same on the other side as well. Yeah. And you're not going to have the hard cam opposite the stage, because then you'll have cameras where the stage is. So I guess this was the Just, only thing they could do, yeah. unless they configure it like the... MSG like short entrance and you kind of have the entrance through that. That's the only thing you yeah. could have done. Yeah. Um but yeah, it look we we've seen this at a couple of AEW arenas. I don't really think there's much you can do, although I'd be interested if uh how WWE kind of dressed this uh this arena cuz I I don't really know the way around it. I think it's just the logistics of the you arena. You just have to do it, yeah. And I guess Kia Forum want Kia being advertised and I'm, look, I, I'm definitely nitpicking, but it's something I noticed no, like it, through it was, the night. It, it was strange. It was like I'm trying to watch, you know, these guys murder each other while I'm distracted because in the same shot, it's like this couple, like, oh, is this our seats over there? Oh, let me talk to the security guard. It's like, guys, sit down. <laughs> I'm trying to watch the wrestling. Uh, that being said, I like this is one of the better attended pay per views for a long time, exactly. and I thought they did some great shots showing that this place is pretty full. I know they they opened up more sections over the week 
um, on cage match, it's saying 12,904. So pretty pretty healthy attendance considering how TV especially has been yeah, in the last few months. But that's kind of where, where I'm getting at is like here you have almost 12,000 people around there and it looked kind of bad on your hard cam. It didn't mm. look like there was a lot of people in that one specific shot that it kept yeah. like annoying me. I'm like, there's people walking by. I'm trying to watch. I don't know. It's distract. We, it, it's the same thing at wrestling in indie shows specifically. Yeah. It's like WWE would never do that. I think back to the MSG shows where you'd always see someone like run by the entrance ramp or yeah. whatever. But this was like the whole show was like people doing yeah. this. So definitely I'm just being like a negative Nancy, but it's something that I kept noticing. But damn hard cam in the Kia forum. But the show itself kicked off. There was a pre-show with the was it zero hour, the buy-in, whatever they want to call this. Uh, yeah, tell me all about Buddy Matthews versus Claudio. Uh, you know what? That was that was fine. It was a pretty quick. Uh, There's like ten minute match where they they had some cool spots. It's definitely gearing up for some sort of House of Black versus Blackpool Combat Club story slash best friends versus blackpool combat they're always yeah yeah, they're just angry and fighting everyone all the time but yeah i feel like danielson versus malachi black was maybe the match that was supposed to be Mm. for this pay-per-view obviously his face had other plans so that's probably going to be pushed back a little bit but i imagine it happens in this tournament it could be in the in the continental classic yeah yeah uh eddie kingston also beat jay lethal um for to retain the ring of honor world title there i don't think anyone thought he was gonna lose it yeah but but jay lethal being the ring of honor guy i guess um and then we had mjf in his lakers gear with his partner samoa joe with matching lakers gear taking on the guns and joe Helped MJF beat the guns, and then right after was like, okay, now you owe me my match. <laughs> and MJF shakes his hand. He's like, yeah, all right. And then he left, and then he got his ass beat, and Joe didn't run out for the save. I thought Joe was awesome in this match. Yeah. Obviously, obviously MJF had the main event later, so uh, they uh, were kind of... Joe was taking the bulk of it, but I thought he looked great, and I think his his personality comes through so much, and he's really essentially a baby face now at this point uh love he he always does the sort of uh you know the tope suicida walk away spot yeah i loved when he did it to colton's missile drop kick yeah he walked away from that i thought he looked great here um and was, was a pretty fun match uh but the big thing being the kind of angle coming out of it with the guns attacking mjf's leg yeah, so they attack his leg and they beat him up with a chair and they they load him into an ambulance adam cole is there they're like, he's like, oh my God, what are we going to do? So the, the pre-show ends with MJF being loaded into the back of an ambulance, screaming at Adam Cole, like, please don't let them take away my title, please. Yeah. And he's like, I won't let that happen. I won't let that happen. And then that was the end of the, sh- the pre-show. Yeah. I got to give him kudos for attempting, like someone watching that, like someone, multiple people watching that went, oh, now I have to now see what, what the hell's going yeah. on. So like, okay, doing angles like that on your Sunday night heat kind of thing is fine. But... I didn't like how everything kind of ended up with that storyline. They're definitely okay. putting like red herrings here, red herrings there, throwing things around. And by the end of it, we didn't resolve anything, I, I, I thought. So kind of definitely stringing you along a little bit for no real big like reveal or anything. Just a classic key coming I did, back. Yeah, I, I don't know if we were getting a... like. Are you talking like the d- devil reveal, the, essentially? The devil like, or like something. It, it kept fe- uh, feeling like it's, it's going up, it's going up, it's going up, and then just, oh, nothing happened. It's kind of how I felt. 
But w- maybe oh, when we, we get to the main get event. there, because yeah, I, yeah. I do disagree with you. Um, yeah, yeah, so, sure. But maybe get to there when we get to the main event. Absolutely. But I, I, I liked the angle. I thought, um, like, it really reminded me of sort of the, um, like, Austin Attitude angle. era pay-per-views. Like, yeah. yeah, like, I'm thinking specifically Survivor Series, what, 99, where Austin gets hit by the car, and then you're going, what's going to happen with the main event? I think it was kind of smart doing it on the uh, pre-show, because, you know, like... You're putting three matches on there. For some people who are not sure if they want to buy the pay-per-view, oh, I've seen three good wrestling matches. That might be enough. But having a hook like that, uh, yeah, I, I didn't mind it. I, no, I, I I like that they did that for like yeah. the thing. I just think later on it was a little too like, oh, okay, well, sure. you could have just had the fucking match. Then. Mm. <laughs> Instead of making me sit there for an hour thinking, hey, is anything actually going to happen? Yeah. Or are you just going to sell your leg when you feel like it? Mm. I don't know. Uh, but I did really enjoy how that kind of set the tone. And again, like felt like those classic WWF attitude where the story, he's the main character of AEW. He's yep. the champion. So it's like, we, you see kind of through the night, like, oh, what's going to happen kind of thing. That's, that's always good in wrestling. So you can't, can't knock that for sure. But the actual pay-per-view kicked off with Sting, Darby Allen, and don't call him Edge, Adam Copeland. He even changed his Instagram handle. To don't call me Edge? No, he changed, it was, it was rated our Edge before, and now it's like rated our Cope. He's <laughs> really, really trying with that one. Uh, they're taking on the team of the Patriarchy. Christian Cage, Luchasaurus, and Nick Wayne, who came out to the Christian choir. The orf- Is this an orphanage? Yeah, I, I want they, to imagine it's an I orphanage. I think they said it's uh, like uh, an orphanage or something that Christian like like donates to. Like I'm just, I just picture it as this evil <laughs> orphanage ran by, you know, Miss Hannigan from Annie. <laughs> like, right, right, right. And I, 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 I thought it was great. Um, Christian, just his... His poise is so great. He looks like such a prick. The fact, the fact that the turtleneck kind of naturally lifts his chin the whole time, so he just looks so like smug, like he's looking down on you the whole time. Yeah, it's brilliant. Um, Adam Copeland, it's still like not quite clicking with me. I thought it was cool, like the entrance, all three coming out to Metalingus. I, yeah, like. I do love boasting and Darby's theme, so sometimes I'm like, oh man, I'm I'm robbed of that. But I thought it looked cool them coming out as a trio. And also for the first time, this was a good attendance for Edge's entrance. Because we've seen him go like, I'm going to this side, and that's it. Whereas this time it's and this is where you go, Oh, this show looks great. Like he would because you saw the full scope of how how well sold this event yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. Um and I, I quite liked Edge's gear and doing the, uh, the face paint. The face well. paint, the bat touching. So, the but it also did feel like okay, you're playing the role of CM Punk. Yeah. Here with Sting and Darby. Yeah, uh, I thought his gear looked good too. Yeah, yeah definitely, definitely, kind of uh, not up to maybe some of the other like big Sting things. But they're they're pushing like, hey, this is the last time he's he's here, kind of thing. I think they could have hit me over the head a bit more with that actually. I kind of like forgot until the end when Darby's like, yo, wake the fuck up. I'm like, oh, yeah. I, I, yeah, I feel like, and that's why maybe uh, as cool as it was them having their own, their, having the joint entrance, y- you kind of feel like maybe start with Sting with the yeah. snow and everything. Yeah. Sting comes out and then you, or, sit, you or think st- you knew him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they both come out, you know, like, because I think you should make it big. Ric Flair had his own entrance. Yeah. He wasn't running around to... to uh, Alter Bridge was he? No, yeah. Um, 
so yeah, I think you're right. I think they should have built like this is his last entrance in in California. Yeah. Because I I love Darby at the end here here where he was like like what the fuck? Give Wake this up. man some fucking respect. He ain't coming to your state again. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh shit, yeah, it Sting, <laughs> Sting. But uh, yeah, uh, I, I'm with you. I, I didn't mind this match. I thought they did a good job of uh, Christian being the chicken shit running away from Edge. Like anytime Edge was in and Christian was in and tagged, he kept avoiding him. The finish happens when Christian's just like, I'm out of here. I'm not fighting yeah. you. And I, I I think that was smart because it just leads you to go, okay, well, now you got to do this match. And it's going to happen eventually. It may be World's End or maybe on a, a TV thing, Winter's Coming or something. But I, I did enjoy that. There was some good chemistry between some of the guys. Nick Wayne definitely has stepped up. His gear looks a lot better. Um, almost Shawn Michaels inspired there. Mm-hmm. Um, but Luchasaurus with that choke slam to Darby on the apron was insane. And what, he's getting on a plane after to go to Yeah, Everest? and then Tony Schiavone's like, just, just to let everyone know, after he took this crazy bump that they replayed a bunch, they're like, Darby's supposed to get on a red eye tonight because tomorrow he's climbing Mount Everest. He's probably... Climbing it right, right now, now maybe. Where we can't even, we're not sure if we're going to survive from an egg roll or a chicken sandwich. Darby's getting choke slammed on aprons and climbing a mountain. Yeah. I what hope, did you do today? Guys? I hope uh, he, he, like, he survives this climb. That sounds pretty intense. Yeah. Like, he, I'm sure he's got a whole team with him and, like, you know, stuff. But, wow, it's pretty scary. Uh, but, yeah, this match was fun. Um didn't like live. It felt like a, a fun dynamite match. It didn't get too crazy, but it, it did its job. I, I thought guess. it was right to open the show with this. I, I thought this was good, like way to start. You know, you get Ric Flair's entrance, you get the Edge song, and I thought it was fun. I'm Edge. Like I think he's still got it in ring. I thought that with uh, his WWE run, but I I kind of I feel they want to tell like this long story with him and Christian that, and they're going to delay this match more and more and more, which for the sake of the story, okay. But also I'm just, I want to see him mix it up with these other people as well. You've got to have the match and you've got to get to it. And I'm hoping we don't go much further than world's end. Right. Like have it on that pay-per-view, but I'm ready to see edge, mix it up with more interesting people enter the continental classic and face people like, you know, Andrade and, Eddie Kingston and these kind of people just I I feel he feels a bit like a a bit of a edge tribute act and he's lost his name right yeah I feel like you could he could be doing more matches on TV mm. that might get people a bit more like behind him a little bit because he's really just come in and done that one match and like he's in the collision tag that was similar to this right but like come on it's not it's not the same as some of the like do some one-on-ones. I'm sure we'll get Nick Wayne versus Edge. He'll crush him and stuff. But there's, yeah, like, go to some of these matches. Let's or see do, some Or wrestling. do the Christian match at Winner is Coming. You know, have it yeah. as a as a huge TV main event. And then let's let's move on. Yeah. Because, yeah, um, cause, yeah I, I like him. And I, I want to, I feel he's got, I like, I I think back to his last WWE run. Like, his that Hell in a Cell against Seth was excellent, I yeah. thought. And he's still very capable in, in ring. And he's a good actor, so can carry a program. Just, I feel Christian's just outshining him, and Edge hasn't necessarily like evolved at all. Yeah, uh, Christian's found his evolution here yeah. ever since coming in here. He was kind of doing that when he first came in. He's just like, ah, I'm Christian, Remember? Yeah. and then now he's like found his own kind of creation of this guy who hates people's dads. So I, I love that. I loved 
Christian getting his revenge on Ric Flair, though. Yes. Like, did you, yeah. you realize that callback? It's from, what, the Randy Yeah, thing? it was the uh, from Pandemic era where uh, he... <laughs> Christian was in an unsanctioned match against Randy, Randy, and that's where Ric Flair, I think, joined Randy by right. hitting him with a low blow. So Christian was like, not this time, bitch, and yeah. low blowed Loved him, and it. then Ric Flair selling it, yeah. Uh, Ric Flair's suit was nice. I enjoyed that purple thing. Sure. Uh, so yeah, that started off the show, and then we went into the Orange Cassidy putting his international title on the line against John Moxley, and uh, pretty good match here, definitely not... At the level, I think, of the last time these two had a pretty violent match and got into it. But still some great back and forth. But I'd say pretty shocking fashion with the beach break, one, two, three, pinning Moxley pretty cleanly here in like 12 minutes. I mean, Mox had his head against the exposed turnbuckle twice. Fair, okay. And then had six orange punches followed by a beach break. So, so it's they they did the finish in a way to protect mocks in a way but also like it wasn't like Casty using dirty tactics i i really enjoyed the match i i really liked their all-out match i thought that was excellent i thought this was close to being there um and i think it was the right decision having Casty win kind of you know now he deserves that championship is the story but i i really liked it it's it's crazy like as we mentioned earlier uh eagles don't hunt flies talking about Ambrose versus Lesnar and you think about Ambrose in WWE and especially in that match just this this guy being ragdolled this this smaller guy and then you see him in AEW against the likes of an Orange Cassidy and he just looks like a beast he's gotten a lot bigger since being in AEW yeah Uh, and I think they're like the haircut and everything helps make him look more intimidating but yeah I, I think these two have great chemistry I love seeing uh the evolution of Orange Cassidy and how he can, like, you know, his his whole gimmick makes complete sense. And I think anyone sort of who doesn't get it now are stupid. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. it's uh, it the whole lazy thing works. I think when he fires up it, it makes me really care about this guy. And I'd love to see him in the world title picture at some point. I think this was the right call. He shouldn't have lost that title looking kind of back at the, the Moxley didn't need it in the first place. Moxley, you can put him against anyone and he's instantly like part of simply a, like a draw and puts on a pretty good well, match. But. If, if the injury hadn't have happened, Mox would have never dropped it. And yeah. this would have been Casty winning it off of him. Yes, so it, it yeah. feels a bit weird when you're retaining yeah. against someone and get the victory. Yeah, yeah. I think under the circumstances, I think they did a good job in kind of you know, kind of retcon and everything. Yeah, I think so too. But uh, I'm kind of in- more intrigued to kind of let them go away from each other now because I want Orange to go back on that run he was doing. He yeah. was really impressive and and getting like the, your your TV matches were amazing. So and then Moxley again, he can go and feud with anyone, and maybe the House of Black is something they're going to go towards. Mm. But uh, yeah, I-, I still enjoyed this match, and I love how they still play up the uh, like Utah best friends thing right yeah 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 yeah, to being the one who left them to join bcc there's still that animosity you get the sense maybe mox is done with it but you just still like no fuck you guys fuck you trent (laughs) yeah yeah possibly we go to tony storm timeless tony storm here in hollywood taking on sort of versus hikaru shida who's putting her title on the line against tony storm with luther Lutha. Lutha. Uh, Marina, what's her, what's the May? Maria May? Uh, yeah. Mariah, Mariah May? 
Mariah Carey May. Yeah. Uh, she was backstage watching this, kind of teasing that maybe she would get involved. That doesn't happen. Uh, in in instead, uh, a silver plate. Uh, yeah, bum plate. Bum plate. I've heard of like butt lifts, but butt plates. Yeah. It's kind of a new one for me. Uh, this match was good. I don't think it got into maybe the level I thought it was going to get. It got a little silly with the Luther stuff. And then, unfortunately, yeah, putting the butt... Sorry. <laughs> putting the plate in her tights when it's, like, sticking out for, like, a while. And then hits her with that move. It was kind of yeah, weird. The refs missed a lot on this show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, this this is fine. I, I kind of... Um, I'm kind of cold on Hikaru Shida. I, I think she's good, but I haven't really seen much evolution from her over the years. Sure. Um, and Tony Storm, I, th- this gimmick is getting over and people love it. For me, it's it's treading a line and it's a little bit too ridiculous now yeah. compared to where it started. So uh, I'm looking forward to see what happens with the whole like Mariah May story. Um it's it's reminding me of EO right now. It's like, oh, you're the heel, but you're the most popular character in this division, yeah. and you're the one people want to cheer for, but you're winning by cheating. So it's like, oh. Yeah, and I wonder how long it'll go like this before they just have her they should as a it. baby face. Because I, I assume uh, Mariah May. Uh, is that her name? Let's go it's with it. It's Mariah May. <laughs> Let's go with it. Uh, I assume she'll be the heel in the yeah. story when they go to that. But I'm also, you know, ready for... And Athena to come back. Uh, she she's, doing she, ROH? Yeah, she's busy with Rhonda. Yeah, like we'll talk about that maybe later. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like she that would freshen up this division a bit if you had like a Tony Storm Athena feud going. Sure. Forward. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Tony Storm is still one of the best wrestlers, and I love that she totally recreated herself in AEW. Mm-hmm. And it's like she left WWE because she didn't like doing silly shit, and then comes to AEW and she's doing silly shit but it's working so it's her silly shit yeah exactly so uh yeah i'm kind of already almost over the silliness of the character but i think if they tweak it another way and make her the baby face then it could it could work it's kind of like obviously the comparisons to gold dust are there with the entrance and Mm -hmm. the the whole thing but it's kind of like that like gold dust would be a heel but then it's like no we like this guy so let's let's make him a good guy that's kind of bizarre so i I think that'll be the route they go we got we had a Four-way for the tag team championships in a ladder match. Big Bill and Ricky Starks putting the titles on the line against Roosh and Duralistico, FTR, and Kings of the Black Throne. Uh, and this was pretty crazy. There was lots of crazy ladder bumps and insanity where guys were flying all over the place. Some spots that definitely stayed in my head were Brody King just getting annihilated on that ladder. Yeah, the the Gonzo bomb yeah. through the ladder to was it Drillistico? Oh who my took god! That? Yeah. yeah, that was insane. And then uh, FTR uh, hair da- dash cash. cash sorry, yeah. doing all sorts of jumping stuff off the top through the ladder and stuff that was pretty crazy i thought ftr definitely were uh just doing the most in the in this Mm. match but then it it was big bill and ricky who kind of picked up the wind at the end with big bill lifting ricky up classic tlc2 vibes with rhino Rhino. yeah lifting him up on the shoulders and for him to to nail cash with the title and then grabs the the belt and and wins it and they retain uh this was good it didn't get up to the level of some of the crazy insanity ladder like level of some of the ladder matches that we've seen but there were insanity spots in it so definitely still enjoyed it really li- liked it don't get me wrong but i i kind of felt with this how i feel about most ladder matches in the last 10 
years where some crazy spots, I've already forgotten about it. Yeah. You know? I think I would have preferred if it, this one wasn't a ladder match. Like, some of the talent involved, I think it would have been a bit more of an I, interesting match. I think match. with the amount of people, though, like, yeah. it maybe helped. But sure. th- it was it was good, but, like, I don't think I'll ever watch this match or talk about it again. Yeah. And I, I feel that a lot with ladder matches these days. But uh wasn't particularly surprised Starks and Bill retaining. No, no. I, I think they have the titles until... The best tag team in the world, right. the Golden Jets, <laughs> take it from them, which I think should be the the, the next move. But yeah, I, I love all these teams involved, and it, it kind of shows like, hey, we got some crazy tag teams in here, but Big Bill and Ricky kind of retaining. I don't know what you do with some of these other... We mentioned it the other week. I I want to see Malachi in singles. proper singles feuds now at this point. And maybe the Danielson thing Will held it up a little, but um, I think you could have had just Brody and... You could have done Brody and uh, and Buddy in this instead, and had uh, you know Malachi beat Claudio earlier in the night, yeah, yeah, as a replacement for Danielson until he's yeah, and keep that feud alive because yeah, it's yeah. they're kind of like hot and cold on that feud. It feels a little yeah. Bit. I didn't know it, it, like kayfabe wise, it doesn't make sense that Malachi would be in this match or give a fine fuck about the tag titles yeah. at this point. So. It, it just was weird that he was in this match mm. for me. And then to not even win it is like, well, then, like, yeah, kind of kind of still fumbling Malachi Black. I think the House of Black is a huge, uh, like, faction and property for AEW. I, I think it gains a lot of fans. We go to – how many shows we go to and, like, majority of people are wearing the shirts or the flags even mm. at all in. People were walking around with flags of House of Black. I was like, that's pretty crazy. And, like, they still just kind of – Remain an afterthought when I watch them. It on feels half baked. Yeah, it's you like, know, like it, push it feels like. Um, yeah, I, and I felt this a lot with Malachi Black stuff. I feel he has these ideas, but we never know yeah. fully like what it is. Yeah, and, so I, I want the singles match. Obviously, I hope he's in this tournament. But this 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 ladder match was good, but it definitely wasn't anything that I'm like, wow, that like mm. was the best thing I've ever seen. But still, like these guys were killing each other for our entertainment as our washing ma- machine keeps singing. <laughs> my uh, my laundry is done. Uh, Julia Hart taking on Chris Statlander and Sky Blue. Statlander putting her TBS championship on the line in a three-way here. Um, sorry, Chris Statlander. Sorry, who did I say? Yeah, it's Wikipedia's weird here because it's it's not listing the champions first. So yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris Statlander putting the title on the line against the two goth chicks. Yes, who aren't together, like aren't as a team. No, so uh, was it Julia or some some Julia of the Gulia. House of Black people spat mist in in Sky Blue's eye, and so she became she's dark slowly blue. becoming <laughs> meaner. Yeah, darker blue, navy blue, and she she trait. You know how bad she got today she traded her hat for a, a spooky crown that was pretty funny right she comes out with her backwards cap and then she She's throws like, it on the ground and stomps, stomps on it, it. <laughs> okay is is like wrestling so easy to come up with like okay i'm gonna change my character okay what's your character gonna like change into what's it gonna evolve into i'm gonna be wait for it spooky what yeah yeah, yeah. what are you gonna do i'm gonna wear some face paint and and I'm gonna wear like darker because they're like teasing like, if the mist is doing the same thing to her. It happened, yeah. as happened to Julia. Remember her transformation was slow because yeah. she was still with Lexis King and Little Wedge. <laughs> Forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, but I just, I, I agree. I just don't really care. Yeah, I don't care about like these things. And I think Sky Blue can be good. And I think she she had more of a connection with the crowd when she was, you know, the more of the skater girl. Bubbly kind of thing. thing. Yeah. yeah, kind of weird. Yeah, it's like one day you're wearing Scooby-Doo gear and the next day you're like, no, I'm a goth queen. No, you're not. Watching a few horror movies doesn't make you goth or emo yeah. or anything. It's like, I just... Watching this, I, I'm a big fan of Julia and Sky Blue and and St- Satlander. And actually, this match had some good stuff in it. Um, but watching two two people who are not like they're feuding, I guess Sky Blue and Julia, like you're both doing the same thing right now. I like how Julia's been doing it though. I Julia, th- I think yeah, Julia's yeah. really uh, evolved for the better. Yeah. Um, her song is awesome. As she well. loves singing it, doesn't yeah, she? I, yeah, I like it. I think it's pretty cool and. Um, her, her looks great, and I, I think she's really stepped it up in ring yeah. as well recently. So Julia beating beating them, like I think it was the right move. Yeah. Uh, so so the finish came. Well, first of all, Sky Blue. I, a few days ago, I was like, man, she needs to retire that code blue because like every time she's yeah. doing it, she's it makes it look pretty bad. But then she definitely heard the heard the haters, so hit one really big one here today. Yeah, but do a blue thunder bomb instead. Do anything else and just call it that blue. blue. You don't need to do this move because you know I've watched wrestling for a long time. It's a sunset flip. Yeah. <laughs> just do another move. You're good. I think yeah. Sky Blue is awesome, but. Yeah, a little things that annoy me. Something that didn't annoy me was Statlander continuing her random Ben Stiller tribute thing. She's wearing Dodgeball Globo Gym. She's okay. coming out doing the Cobra in her right. entrance, so you know Ben Stiller's going to see this one again because he was a fan of the last one. But sad that Statlander lost, but I think... Maybe she- you throw her into a feud with Tony down the line. Sure, um, yeah. I, uh, yeah, I, I think we didn't need another like jade length run with this title and uh i think julia hart kind of makes sense house of black needs something you know uh, yeah uh, so julia I, I think she has stepped up and makes it a little bit more interesting statlander hit the uh she changed the name of her, saturday night delight or what did they call so it it's sat it's depends what day of the week she does it on okay saturday night fever right right Wednesday night fever sunday night fever got you so she hit the move and then julia throws her out the ring and steals her yep. pin and gets the title so good for julia hart she's definitely stepped up yes. man like the improvement from her is fantastic and she's got a cool hat that's got lights on it. She does have it. a cool hat. And then she's like celebrating holding the title as she's just singing her theme song. She just really loves it. Mm. Great stuff. We go to our next match. Oh boy, can't wait to talk about this one. The Texas Death Match. Swerve Strickland taking on Hangman Adam Page. And this is a uh, Texas Death Match, meaning that's a 10 count to answer to. 10 count or submission. submission. Or knockout. Knock knock yeah. Okay, right. Because Hangman submitted mocks didn't he got you right yeah that's right uh so this match first of all uh swerve and nana entrance with the like dancers doing all yeah. the the dance was pretty funny i liked how uh like nana's in the middle and like spins away and then swerve is just yeah there yeah it was mean. cool yeah it was pretty nice uh swerve it it shouldn't work but it does yeah. like it it kind of makes swerve feel more intimidating that everyone else is having a great time and he's just like pissed off and angry and evil yeah uh, I loved their entrance here. I loved Swerve's gear, tribute to uh, Terry Funk, rest in peace. Uh, but Hangman, you know, didn't have time for an entrance. He was like, fuck you. You went into my house and, you know, I'm still angry about that. Yeah. So that kind of does make sense. This guy's just been waiting, itching to hurt this guy. So he storms the ring and this match starts with these two just absolutely killing each other from start to finish. They went almost 30 minutes and 
it was one of the most brutal, violent matches we've seen, not just in AEW, but like, you know, North American wrestling for like, I've never seen anything like this in WWE. They were using the staple gun. They were using the barbed wire across their faces and the glass. There's that moment where like, oh. Hangman's on the turnbuckle and it just gets caught like across his eyes. Oh, the, the barbed wire. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That one, that one was very nasty. Uh, but I'd say the most nastiest spot is when Swerve is just like leaking like a faucet, blood everywhere, and Hangman grabs his head and goes underneath him and lets all the blood dripping from Swerve's head go into Hangman's mouth. And then he stands up and he spits it in the air like Triple H. What a fucking badass dude. This was disgusting and I absolutely loved it. Remember, this guy was a teacher. (laughs) (laughs) This guy's like the nicest guy. And then he's like straight up murdering people. Uh, I don't think CM Punk watched this match, but uh, he should. <laughs> oh, yeah, because Hangman's soft, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah soft. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. So Hangman just absolutely uh, murdering Swerve here. I mean, both of them were just killing each other. You mentioned the glass. There was, like, broken bottles that he got to stomp onto. I think they also achieved what's difficult in this style of match, like last man standing matches and stuff, is to have near falls when it's a 10 count yeah obviously just the cadence of one two kick out like yeah. oh you bite on it it's really hard when it's one they did a two. few and they had some that really got me going yeah because you had fi- you had finishes in this match you had the buckshot lariat to barbed wire wrapped around the face you had dead eye on a barbed wire board yeah you had all these things that you're like that's the jml driver onto the glass you had stuff that you were like that's Crazy. the finish and they did such a good job of nine and then just like leaping to the ropes to hold themselves up or roll into the outside or, or, Nana. or Nana saving. Like, yeah. I thought they achieved that really well, which you don't get a whole lot in these style of matches. It was just so violent. Uh, obviously, the staple gun is something we haven't seen in a lot of like mainstream wrestling. It's been used in... in and it was his in, kid's pictures. Yeah. Like, so yeah. he's got the the like finger paintings uh, that his kid did and he staples like, it. Yeah, you like my kid so much? Fucking it to have his this on your fucking- face. Stapled it in his cheek. Yeah. So it was on his face. <laughs> this is similar to uh, me stapling that girl on Halloween. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> stapled a girl to some boobs on I Halloween. Sta- I stapled a girl's boob on Halloween. That's a story We're for another day. We were walking along. Like, no, 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 wait, guys. I'm like, what? I'm paying this girl to staple her. This girl in this like giant street party on Halloween when we were all dressed up as wrestlers, this girl had a sign. She was walking through the crowd, staple me. So I was like, she she marked out at my costume. She's like, holy shit, this is amazing. She loved our costumes. And then she's like, I'm like, yeah, I'll staple you. She's like, you got any bills on you? I was like, yeah, here's a $5 bill. She's like, cool, here's the staple gun. Staple me. <laughs> and she's stapled her. She's like, I normally take 20s, but sure. <laughs> so I stapled a some money to her boob and then yeah. said happy Halloween. Good so yeah, stuff. good times. Yeah, it was amazing. Uh, so, uh, he was stapling swerve with this. And then the part that got me was when swerve got hand hold of the staple gun and they started stapling himself. And like, of course anyone could be like, ah, he's not actually doing it, bro. There was huge staples in him all over his body. Yeah. It's the equivalent of like, you know, where you fire up and just slap yourself in the face. Yeah. And say, yeah, come on, hit me. Man, there was so much blood in this match. The ring ropes were covered in blood. The, the canvas like was bloody. They, yeah, this would have 
taken a while to clean up. Like they did a good job having it ready for the next match. Oh but man, this yeah, just an absolute massacre. This one of my favorite AEW matches for sure. Definitely saved this pay per view for me. I, I really love this match. It was so violent. I obviously can understand this might not be everyone's cup of tea, but Hangman is the king of the death match. Yeah. Um. Well, not anymore. Yeah, he lost. Yeah, I I like that decision. I think we could still have a third, maybe. What the hell but, are they going to do? Murder um, each other? I think it was great in putting over Swerve. Like, if you went 50-50, it'd be like, ah, oh, okay. But yeah. I think this worked. You Like, Hangman didn't look weak in defeat. Like, Mox losing to Hangman in the style, it didn't damage Mox. Yeah. Um, it really puts over Swerve as a top guy. This guy should be champion within the year. Um, like, like have him be the one. If you if you're keeping MJF babyface, like have him the one to take it from him. Honestly, I think I'd. Uh, I don't know if you can go back to these two right now, mm. but Swerve has beat him, right? So yeah. like down the line, I think if Hangman ever were to be champion again, like in the next year or so, that Swerve is gripe is hey, I've beaten you, and I yeah. and he should be the one to take it from Hangman. But that means Hangman somehow they have amazing chemistry, and this yeah, yeah does feel like a like could be generational rivalry now. It was you know? so good, like yeah. It's, uh, Swerve, is, Swerve is so good. We, we've been following him for a while, and like how WWE managed to muff this guy up And we crazy. knew he was capable of this. If you've seen that, what was it? Uh, kill Shot versus... Who was, was AR Fox's character in Lucha oh. Underground? But that match, we talked about it in our best match ever, Lucha Underground, or, or like it was that. an Up Yours, I think. Um, that match is wicked. Like, uh, AR Fox versus Swerve... In, in a death match in Lucha Underground. Like, you know this guy's capable of this shit. We've well. seen him. Like, he's CZW. This guy yeah. was doing some insane stuff before ever, you know, going to WWE or AW. So, like, yeah, he's been doing this nutso stuff. And here, him and Hangman had fantastic chemistry. And, like, the the blood and the gore in this match was just uh, top-notch. So, was the highlight of the show easily for me. Uh, one of the best matches AEW's put out this year, like full stop. Like this is match of the year contender. For match sure. of the year contender, and would not argue if anyone had has picked this because it's just so good and so different from a lot of other stuff that we we watch from AEW. And like I know that blood spot will might get them in trouble or something because it was just so it's gross. But it, it is, yeah, yeah. Right. It doesn't matter. Yeah, true. It's not on TV or no. anything. So it, yeah, just don't replay it on <laughs> TV, yeah. which I'm sure they won't. But yeah, this was phenomenal and. Um, don't know where you go with this because like Swerve, the momentum is like really behind and he should be their top guy in like the upcoming year. Like mm. some of the matches like Swerve, MJF, Swerve, Osprey, Swerve, Kenny, there's some, yeah. some big ones that we could go to, but I think, um, Swerve Danielson. This was the this was the match that like we had that didn't we but like yeah as a yeah proper, food, proper yeah, yeah. I, I think this was the match that made Swerve Strickland instantly like obviously he's been a, a a character in AW for a while now and definitely keeps getting better and better but this was the moment it's I know people were kind of fifty fifty on the like home invasion angle but I think this justified it now right like why they wanted because to it's kill like each other. okay he wanted his spot he won the match. Theoretically, he's got his spot now. Yeah. It's like, then why did you then go from something that was kind of, you know, logical to a little like ridiculous with a home invasion? But you capitalize on a feud like this. Uh, you had Hangman be genuinely like, like pissed off and wanting to kill this guy. That bled through to this match as well. Um, you know, you see so many blood feuds that then 
start with a collar and elbow tie-up. And right. you're like, what? Yeah, this one, the guy didn't even do his entrance. No, he just exactly. ran out there and attacked him. And yeah. he's just in his, like, street gear as well. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, no more butterflies on these pants. Yeah. Love, love dark hangman. Like, mm. when he goes into this next level, he's uh, sadistic. I read a bit dude. of uh, Swerve's interview with, uh, with Fightful, and he was saying about how, like, some of the stuff Hangman brought up in his promo, he was like a little like, whoa, like, because he talked about what's kid being taken away or stuff oh, okay, like that. Yeah. And like, he, he brought up some real personal issues. And way to go, Hangman. <laughs> but yeah, but Swerve was like, yeah, that kind of uh, like threw me a little and made me more fired up for this match. But he was like, but fair play, I said shit that Hangman didn't want to hear either. Right. You know, like being like, you've been lazy you've kind of put on you've got been getting soft in the belly and that right, kind right. of thing like yeah. he's like i said stuff i knew he didn't want to hear as well sure. like again punk what watch this like <laughs> oh you didn't like something he said oh wow he's like I, i'm trying to sell pay-per-views yeah well like fucking like get in the trenches then <laughs> yeah yeah this shows me that like yeah hey man definitely ain't soft he was getting murdered in this but can't say enough good things about this and i can't wait to see where swerve goes from here because he he's clearly like he needs to be a, a bigger key in aw a bigger focus going forward and the same with hangman this definitely reinvented hangman for me too like he has been chilling i feel like this past year since the punk stuff he's it's affected him and affected views by fans of him and tr- treating him differently honestly like his since he won the title we his compare MJF and I know MJF's run hasn't been everyone's cup of tea. Um, I would be a defender of it. Yeah. I think he does feel like a champion, whereas Hangman would be coming on at nine o'clock for a promo, and you go, "Oh yeah, yeah, he's the champion." Yeah, like the focus. He won the belt, and then you know Danielson and Punk and all these other people come in, and he yeah, was, he got robbed. He was an afterthought. Yeah, he kind of got robbed of the. You were the- building to this moment for so long, and then it just disappeared. And I, I think even though he's lost this feud, yeah, he's in a way better place now than he was. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, can't. I, I need to rewatch this because yeah. I loved it so much, and that's definitely a, a, a key element. And when you watch something so you're like, man, I just want to watch that again. So definitely can't wait. Well, we go from something so stomach turning to something else that turned some stomachs. The young bucks having some drama and issues with their friend Kenny Omega again and Chris Jericho because the Golden Jets taking on the Young Bucks. And if the Golden Jets win, they get the Young Bucks title shot that they seem to forgot about. And if the Young Bucks win, the Golden Jets can never team ever again. I was so rooting for the Young Bucks. <laughs> I know you were. <laughs> I fucking hate this name as The well. Golden Jets? I love it. Because neither the – Kota Ibushi <laughs> is the golden one. <laughs> It would be the Golden Jets if Kodorobushi was with them. Right, right. Like, yeah. they should have been called the Elite Jets. To the like, Elite Jets. To, like, piss off the Bucks even more. Right. Like, or just Kenny and the Jets. Or just, or Jets. just Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho. <laughs> like, fuck. No, they got to sell some t-shirts, man. Yeah. I want that shirt. It's hilarious. Fuck. The Golden Jets. Yeah, I might, I might be the only Golden Jets fan out there, but I'm, I'm waving the flag proudly. Mm. Golden Jets, shout out Winnipeg and the Jets. Uh, so Jericho and Kenny taking on the Young Bucks, uh, definitely not up to par with the the last few times uh, Kenny's got to wrestle his friends. But I do love when Kenny and the Bucks are going at it, uh, like in the ring, like they're they're really so smooth. Like 
I felt like every time Jericho got in, it was like, all right, now that he's going to get beat up. And then Kenny comes back in and there was a like kind of rinse repeat a little bit, but there was some mo- moments I still got into it. Definitely. Uh, especially towards the end with Jericho doing some, some cool stuff when he went, he went for the Judas effect and they super kicked his elbow and he's like, fuck. And then just, nah, and then hit the other one instead. I, I really enjoyed that. And I enjoyed Matt Jackson hitting the one winged angel on Kenny, mm-hmm. uh, which was like, what a, what a dick move. But I think. The, the Bucks are way better as a heel team. I don't, after seeing what happened with the finish here, it can, it comes with the Bucks turning on Kenny, kind of kicking him in the nuts, mm-hmm. which I think was an effectful like thing. But I'm definitely over the young Bucks getting angry at their friends and stuff. They didn't seem to give a fuck when Brian Cage was out there beating up Hangman. No. They didn't go out for the save then. Or when like, someone threatened to kill his baby yeah you're so like, like you're not really the the best friends either uh young bucks but uh in the end they tease kenny might v trigger jericho and the crowd really reacted like oh shit oh shit mm-hmm. and then he didn't do it and then it's the jets who who pick up the win here but uh definitely not on par of some of the other ones yeah i i didn't feel think a whole lot of this to be honest i think um like there's four good wrestlers in there and the, the content was fine you know but um Firstly, you're you're comparing it to yeah. the previous iterations of Kenny plus X versus the Bucks, right? And this was nowhere near that level. And also, though the Abushi feud and the the Hangman feud had so much build to it before it happened, and this felt like two weeks ago, Tony Khan had his notepad and he was like, "Okay, I'm doing Moxie Casty too. I'm doing Swerve Hangman too. We know we've got Jay White um, and MJF." Huh. What am I doing with Jericho, Kenny, and the Bucks? There we go. Put them together. And then suddenly the Bucks are pissed off about something Jericho did three years ago to their dad. And yeah, it, yeah, which it, I forgot about. It just felt, which, which I don't mind being like, hey, we hate this guy. It just felt forced. Um, and again, like with Jericho and Kenny winning, it means we're going on with more tag stuff. Yeah. It's like, I just want to see Kenny in singles. Yeah, 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 I do. You know, it's... You look back at this year and look at the Bucks and Kenny. You had Kenny with the Bucks for uh, the best of seven series. So, like, for weeks of just Kenny, the Bucks, and the, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the fucking dragon triangle, death triangle. Yeah, yeah. And then you had uh, more elite stuff with All In and Kenny and well, Kenny, Coda, and whatever you had the blood and guts which was multi the elite you had a great osprey match stuck in the middle there somewhere (laughs) and then you went back to kenny and jericho and what have the bucks done yeah this year i I, I don't know what the fdr match was should have felt bigger than it was but that felt like hey guys you know this is going to be good but it had that weird cloud over it of you know cm punk um I just feel like 2023, apart from that Osprey-Kenny match, it's like these guys just feel like spare parts. And honestly, at this point, I think the Bucks should have just signed with WWE. Like, I just don't know what they they're, they keep doing this thing where like, oh, Kenny, you're hanging out with this guy. Oh, Kenny. It's like, yo, like you've done it already. You've done it in this company. It was the already. first story in AEW, yeah, yeah. really. Like before AEW started doing stories. TV, it was being the elite hangman going, I want to go on my own. Right. Oh, but you're a friend. Don't you want to be a friend? Friends. We're friends. Friends. And 
it's the only story they seem to know how to tell. And like, well, okay. So after after the match, they have a little bit of a te- te- temper tantrum, and uh, they they're throwing things around, and basically they flip off the AW logo. Mm. So it's like they're like they're turning heel or they're going away for a little while. I don't really know, but that should be the direction. They should just go full on asshole if that's the case. They should uh, interfere in the Golden Jets match. If they have a title shot and like beat the ever loving piss out of Kenny Omega, okay. that's what they should have done. I know Callus has been feuding with Jericho and Kenny, but that feud kind of felt like it ended with the street fight. Yeah, do you see the the Bucks joining Callus? Maybe <sighs> would that just be a little like too silly? Going a little back, back and forth. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but like, look, I, I, I'm a I'm a young Bucks fan, and I always have been, and always will be. And even I'm now like, hey, like do something else. Be bad guys again. You're way better at it. You're way more fun to hate. Like it's it's. I, I think they've already announced the the teams, but it would be kind of cool in a way if they were like fuck AEW and they go off and do tag league. You know, to like disappear, have right. a bit of space for a bit, and yeah, you know, and then come back. But yeah, I'm, I'm curious. I think this is going to be uh, a different heel run than we've seen before. Like in the the heel run last time, it was all like the. You know the ridiculous facial hair, yeah, the yeah. showing off the Jordans, yeah, 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 like comedy heels. They were showing. They I don't had, think they're going to be doing that this time round. They had, does intrigue me. Like they're huge basketball guys and Cali guys. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they had the Kobe Bryant gear and then like mm-hmm. wearing the Kobe shoes and everything like that. Yeah, if they go heel, like again, they're going to be the. It's it's fucked because they're going to go heel and then people be like, oh now I like them again. That's just how we. That's just but how they should be up. heel and just be in like black tights, black yeah. tights and black boots. <laughs> you know, like be. Sure. A bit more serious yeah. this time around because it's something we haven't ever really seen them do. Because, like, again, I, I am a huge uh, elite dude and supporter and stuff. But part of me is like, man, you have, like, the guy of Kenny Omega. Like, you mm. have this guy who gets crazy reactions, who gets merch moved. And, like, he is your 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 superstar here that you just keep putting and burying on pay-per-views. In like I'd matches. want him in this Continental Classic. He just definitely some, should be in this match. Just to, con- yeah. to tease the idea that you could get Danielson Kenny too. To have, you know, Kenny Andrade, Keddy Eddie, like, yeah, Keddy Eddie. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, it's just, I, I see it. As soon as um, Starks and Big Bill retained, I was like, okay, it makes sense now for Kenny and Jericho. You can see Jericho and uh, Starks going. Oh, it, we've had that feud already, haven't we? Right. So they're going to go back and forth again. But yeah, uh, again, I I didn't necessarily hate this match. I still got into it. Don't get me wrong, but I it does make me just go, man. Like Kenny fought MJF on a random collision a few weeks back, mm. and it was like, why wasn't that the pay per view match mm. for tonight? Instead, we got this other one that didn't hit for me, which is the main event. Before we go to the main, should we go over like the other news that came into this show, like uh, Osprey? Oh right, sorry, I completely skipped over that. Yeah, uh, the the obviously the guy they bring in is Will Osprey, mm. bruv. He's all elite, and uh... but let me fucking finish though, <laughs> bruv. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm contracted to New Japan until January, so fucking let me finish, bruv. All right, I'm sorry, I know you want to see me wrestle right now, but I'll be back. All right, but I'm signing today, but I've got I've got my obligations, bruv. I I I think this guy is an incredible wrestler, but every time he talks like this, I keep liking him more. Of like this, char- I love the character now mm. that he has become. And couldn't say that about a year or so ago, but I'm I think I'm 
a big fan of the bruv shit and being like that what style. I what I like about it and I know it turns off a lot of people yeah but what I as a Brit yeah what I can't stand in wrestling is you're British and you're either William Regal <laughs> sipping on like yeah. where where Regal is from they don't talk like he talks there. right they're not like respectfully they're not posh like yeah. but it's like oh you're british oh you should be posh and sip on tea and eat crumpets you're either that or you americanize yourself a little bit like we hear from a like a a nick aldis or a, a drew mcintyre where it's like and i'm gonna kick your ass so like, we don't say that like so it's refreshing hearing like and you've been there now yeah and you've seen like Outside, people sound like outside this guy. Trinity Bar, glass me, bro. Fucking Yo, glass me, people, bro. People, the haircut, the fucking outfits, like this is this, what British people yeah, yeah, are yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's kind of cool to see people. <laughs> and like, this is a sport simulating fights. This is how someone would talk in a fight. Right? They're not going to go, oh, and I'm going to smack your bottom, boy. <laughs> you know, they ain't going to talk like that. It's yeah. going to be going to fucking fight you, bro. Glass me. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I enjoy it. I think it stands out more than a lot of like other promos. And mm-hmm. the way he talks definitely is like, I didn't think he sounded this way like a year or so ago. I felt like he was still a kid and doing silly stuff mm-hmm. and saying stupid stuff. I'm sure he'll, he'll say some stupid stuff going forward in the future, but I just, it's interesting to me. Mm-hmm. It's almost like you don't, you don't know what he's going to kind of say because he doesn't give a fuck. It seems I, 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 that way because he's just always saying shit that's like, wait, what? Uh, loved, loved that he's the guy. Obviously, it, I see him eventually going to WWE in like whenever this is up, three years, five years, yeah. whatever it may be. But he's still able to do New Japan stuff while being here. He'll still be able to pop in and out of whatever he wants, essentially. Mm-hmm. So uh, really excited about this. I'm sure he's getting paid a lot of money. And obviously, right away, he's out there to be like, oh, and I'm wrestling at Wembley. So uh, buy those tickets yeah. next week when they go on sale, please. So, yeah, if, if you're Tony, it's like, what do you want? I was Give you uh, Wembley, give you the title, give you whatever I you want. I thought they might be announcing him for the... Because he's not involved in Tag League. So right, yeah. his next New Japan, I think, is like stuff around Wrestle Kingdom. So there was a way, I think, you could have had him in the the tournament they're yeah, doing. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, maybe you're getting World's End, Danielson, Osprey, although it, it feels bigger than the end of, like, I feel that's something you could do down the line. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, like that's cool. Like, I think it was a, it kind of sort of got leaked in the last couple of days that this seems to be what it is. But this was a, a Tony Khan tweet that, you know, made sense. Yeah. It was like, respected by pretty much everyone in ring. You're yeah. like, yeah, like, there aren't many Will Ospreay in-ring haters out there. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, Lo- love this. I love that he's going to be coming in. So, obviously, in a few months, he'll be more of a regular here. And that'll help people take it. From like, what he said, it sounds like he's, like, relocating to the U.S. So, he was like, I'll be on the road, you know? So, I mean, I'll be, I'm will be. i sure he'll be on the road, but I have, like, he probably still somewhat. Maybe he would. Maybe he would. But uh love that he's coming in here. Just think, at the presser afterwards, he was naming some people he... Would like to wrestle. You need Miro, Andrade, Swerve, Kenny again. He says he needs that third match. I wonder if that's the Wembley match. But I'll tell you, if you just told me, hey, look, Osprey versus Danielson's the match, then like, fuck, you need a book of I mean, you've had two weeks, like back to back, both saying, I'm going to be at Wembley. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, And then uh, there was the announcement from Eddie 
with the Continental Classic that he's going to be putting his ROH title and New Japan strong open weight title on the line in every match in the Continental Classic. And uh, the winner of the tournament will be crowned the new uh, Triple Crown champion. So it'll be Continental Classic, ROH, and New Japan Strong. So it sounds like they're, it sounds like the ROH titles no more. Like okay. It's gonna. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. It's Eddie Kingston. Mm. So first of all, does he know what titles he are, he's holding? He did, he did yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So when he's like, and there's going to be a new title, it's like, are you fucking serious right now? What do you mean there's another title? Cause the way he said it, Continental championship i'm like fuck me like come on dude it's not adding a title though because you're consolidating what what are you gonna do why what why are you allowed to get rid of the new japan strong thing they just are like it's yeah. not even the new japan strong the fuck main is it, title then? throw it in it's the bin the secondary <laughs> they are okay. that's exactly what they're doing Braden. that's but what like, this announcement but was. new japan is like cool with that they're like yeah we can get rid of it like it's their title yeah they're like yeah whatever it's, like that it's, a, it's like their like last title I hate all this Ring of Honor fucking bullshit. I'm so over it. I could give two fucks about Ring of mm. Honor. I don't watch it. I love the wrestlers. It's giving them jobs and opportunities. But you're fucking joking if people actually care about this show. I, I, I think it's so stupid. This guy's walking around with two titles that don't mean anything. I'm less interested in Eddie Kingston as I've ever been. I could not stand the the whole thing with Ring of Honor this. And then I'm watching Dynamite and the gates of fucking whatever they are win the triple tag Ring of Honor. Mm. Fuck it. Like, Tony... Throw it all away. Like, well, throw it doing. all away. Get rid of that's it. That's literally man. what this good. Get was. rid of it. I, yeah. I, I, I could not, I could not give a fuck anymore. It's, it's, it's literally the worst shit when I watch this show. I'm like, you fucked up buying Ring of Honor, doing this, thinking that, hey, this could be my second show or whatever. And it, they, they didn't want that name attached to it. They want your own brand. And I think that maybe he's finding out that let's just move away from that. I, I think they'll keep Ring of Honor as a show. It could be easily your NXT. You could easily still mm. have people watching that show there's some people that are interested in it but like mixing it into your like show the way they've been doing is such so aggravating as a fan well this like i'd be interested what they do moving forward because it is consolidating their titles right it's you're getting rid of like so so wait so if eddie kingston there's no more roh title after this is what he's basically saying it's becoming a triple crown championship but like, who? Why does New Japan Strong never open weight count as a triple crown? Like, doesn't no one cares about that title? I didn't That's even know it was a title until Eddie won but it. But they're getting rid of it. <laughs> okay. That's Just what I'm saying. So weird. Like, it's I don't know. It's I think this might be a way of like slowly, possibly getting away from Ring of Honor stuff. I mean, Joe got rid of his title. He's like, this title sucks. I don't want it. But then he helped MJF. Which win. I was surprised when they announced they are doing like a, a six-man thing to crown a new TV title. I thought you should have just dropped this title yeah, as well. Yeah, Um But I don't know whether this is going to be something that is now, it's basically the title defended across AWROH and New Japan. Maybe. Yeah. Is what they're doing. Very bizarre. I, I think this has hurt. I, 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 I think Ring of Honor stems a lot of the issues that caused AEW without Tony realizing kind of, he got, he, he got, you know, cornered there by accident. Like he went, Oh, I'm trying to do good things, but it ended up kind of biting him in the butt a little bit because like, it's, I am someone I have to watch AEW every week. It's my favorite show to watch. I love it. We do podcasts about it. It's great. But 
something that definitely like as a fan I don't like is the Ring of Honor stuff. Mm. And like I, I'm done with it very much so. So if they are getting rid of the titles, get rid of it all at this point. But you're telling me that if Eddie Kingston faces Miro in this continental tournament next week, Miro could beat him for the Ring of Honor title? For both of them, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just weird that like wait, someone's gonna be Ring of Honor champion to retire it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then is Eddie winning this thing? And that just no. like I don't I don't no, I, I don't see Eddie going to the final. No. Eddie drops this on the way. So who the hell is gonna be And then you'll have Danielson as your triple. Oh, Danielson champion. should retire the Ring of Honor title. Yeah. yeah, that'll be the right way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or Nigel gets in there and Yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah, I felt like I'm just ripping on Ring of Honor, but it genuinely is like, sorry, you're talking about this title and then this title. You don't even know what title you hold and mm. you're talking about it. It's like so many things going on and trying to like we had so, I had some friends over last night watching. We're all like, sorry, what the fuck is he saying? Like there's another title now? And mm. like I I I could be on my own, but like I am very like, what? Just let's just drop it all. Like move away from it. Which that's what they're doing, good for them. But then you're right, they're still announcing T V title tournament. They're still in like all this other stuff. So mm. very bizarre. But uh maybe we'll Maybe it'll lead to proper good things. I'm looking forward to the tournament. Absolutely. I, I like, uh, it's I a, enjoy round robin point style tournaments. So yeah, it's like There's the G1. More you can do with it than a bracket style. Yeah. It's, it's like the G1 and they need some sort of something to win, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. it's not going to be a title shot, but yeah, it's, I, I hope they do just do something a bit more interesting with like what this, cause the international title seemed to be, you know, when Pac had it, it was one they he could defend in the UK and stuff like that. They yeah. kind of got away from that. Yeah. But it does feel like a, you know, with Orange Cassidy as your champ and, and the Mox feud, it does feel like the second most important title in AEW right now. So yeah. I think they've done a good job. I think if this is a title you can put on the road a bit more and it's defended and maybe the deal is, you know, you could have someone in New Japan win the triple crown championship and it's just in new Japan for six months. Right. And then, right. you know, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be like a regularly featured one. And I think that'd be more interesting if you have it dropped to fucking whoever. Yeah. There's way too many, there's already way too many titles. So like I, I, moving away and getting rid of them is good, but you're, you're telling me you're doing that by adding another title. It's like, Oh my God, what's going on? Mm. This is all props for this show. when it's mm. like, Hey, what if Eddie just said, I'm these cha- I'm these champions. I don't really need this one. I don't really need this one, but I want to win this thing. And like, I don't know, but I'm sure we're going to get some amazing matches, hopefully out of this and going forward, it will be good. And I'm sure they haven't announced everyone who's in it, right? Just yet. But it I starts this week, right? It starts this week. They've just announced Danielson, Andrade, Eddie, and have they announced Miro? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. They're the only three I'm aware of. Okay, cool. Uh, but Danielson wasn't even clear to fly the other day. He drove to Dynamite for that announcement. Jeez, and this guy's wrestling yeah, he Okada. He's going to be cleared to wrestle. This guy's going to wrestle. Probably Okada. wrestle at uh, World's End, and then Okada four days later. This guy's insane. Yeah, this guy's insane. God bless, bless him. him. Yeah, bless yeah. him. But like, holy shit! All for our entertainment. Speaking of the main event of Full Gear, MJF. Oh no, sorry, Adam Cole <laughs> versus Jay White. So MJF got taken to the hospital and. Adam Cole said, I'm not going to let them. They tried to vacate the title mid-show mm. where Tony Schiavone is like, oh, I hate to do this, but Jay White's the new champion. What? 
how in any world does that make sense? Where they're just like, well, you were going to fight for it, so here you go. Yeah. What? Yeah. Who wrote that? Yeah. TK, come on, man. That was lazy as fuck. Like, the thing is as well, it's uh, the title, it's normally, you know, they, they've kind of got away with that. Maybe it used to be more of a WWE thing, but if it wasn't defended within yeah, yeah, 90 yeah, days yeah, yeah, yeah. or something like that, it's, it's vacated. vacated. And... And we've seen in the pop, AEW themselves have created interim titles when oh, someone's yeah. been injured, oh, right? Yeah. So oh. the fact that MJF defended on was it Wednesday? Yeah. He last defended the title. Yeah. He defended the title on Wednesday, and three days later, ah, you, ah well, you hurt. You're so in an ambulance. Your year-long reign is over. We don't even we don't even know if you're injured yet because you're still on your route to the hospital. Yeah. They haven't even fully checked you out yet. But you know what? You're you're you're. And t- it's, <laughs> It does. Doesn't it doesn't mean sense. it's not even like we're announcing it's now Jay White versus X for an yeah. championship. It's like no, no nah. main event, no main event. It's just so stupid, yeah. man. So stupid. So then Adam Cole comes out, who's on crutches, mm-hmm. and is like, "Nah, I'll fight you." So I'm thinking, what in the fucking WCW is going on with this shit? And then Britt Baker had a great tweet last night. She's like. They had security guards trying to stop MJF from coming back, right, for this match when he's coming back. And they're like, no, 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 you can't. You're hurt. But Adam Cole, who's in a cast, they're like, yeah, hit his music. <laughs> Tony Khan goes out of his way to try to, like, like make – like, someone asked him, like, hey, how come you didn't suspend Swerve, right? Kayfabe-wise, Tony Khan's like, well, I thought – and, like, make sure he tries – why is there a camera there, right? He's always like – there's a camera there for a reason. He tries to like make it, make things seem like real as possible, but in doing so, he misses other things that don't make any logical sense. Mm. And I thought that this was one of those cases. So Adam Cole comes out and he's going to wrestle. He's got a beard. He's got his cast. I, I love the, like, he's not tanned either. He's not hit the tanning bed. I don't think he ever hit the tanning bed. <laughs> no, he's, he's been more tanned than this, for sure. Like, yeah. he, he looks like, yeah, he's just been in his room playing video games. Yeah, playing Halo. Yeah. So Adam Cole comes out, makes his entrance, and is ready to face Jay White. And then the ambulance hits. And mm. out comes MJF driving the ambulance. And he's like, no, I got to defend my title. So MJF comes out and wrestles the match. And... For anyone who was like, oh, I've never watched Jay White in New Japan. What was he like? Here you go. You finally got the hour and a half long Jay White pay-per-view main event. Uh, MJF and Jay White, I think I would have preferred just an actual match because Jay White actually is pretty good wrestler. Mm-hmm. But here the story was, oh, I'm my, my leg is injured and I'm going to sell it when I feel like selling it. But I'm going to jump off the top rope through like all these things. It just... I didn't enjoy this main event, to be fair. I really love MJF. He is the guy here. There was stuff in the match I liked when it came to the actual wrestling with him and Jay White doing some moves and stuff. Really got into it. But the whole time, I'm like, okay, well, why is Adam Cole here still? He's on crutches. And I just, I I really did not like uh, sitting through this the whole time. was just so dragging on considering the run MJF has had. Mm. He's put on some incredible stuff. I mentioned he had that collision match with Kenny a few weeks ago. Much preferred that. That would have been a better storyline. The storyline going into this is also on his tights that if I retain this title, I've had the title for a year. Longest reigning and like crazy kind of thing. When I think that could have just been more of the story. Like, holy shit, if I beat this guy, like I'm going to have the title for a year. I I don't know. There could have been a few other stories. And I thought the one they picked made me 
way less interested in in the match, and it just felt like it kept going and going and going. So, uh, wasn't a huge fan of this. I completely disagree. Wow. Um, I okay to start with. We had a different experience watching this. You were watching this at close to midnight last night. Sure. I was working, so I watched it uh, today. Um, it felt like they ended before midnight, though, right? They usually go a little later. It, no, it said no. They it's it normally at midnight. Okay. They finish. Um, going into this match, I was going. Look, I think technically this is going to be a good match, but we know Jay White ain't winning this. You're right. Okay. Um, so the whole thing with Adam Cole, and I think the touch of the you know the beard and the the pale skin and the cast and all that. People have been questioning the validity of this injury because of the whole devil thing. Who's the devil? Is it Adam Cole? That kind of thing. So you're going, I'm going into this, watching this going, okay, what are they doing here? Are they going to do, um, are they going to do, oh, I am actually healthy and I, it's a swerve. Are they going to do some WCW bullshit where, uh, like Jay White just lays down and Adam Cole pins him and he's like, ha ha, fuck you, Max. I'm right, the champion. Right. I'm the devil. Right, right. Um, there's all this stuff that are like, as you said, red herrings. And then you get to the match. I agree with you about the kind of first portion of the match. It was way too story driven and like leg selling for me. After about like the 10 minute mark, I really got into it and I bought that Jay White could be winning this more than I would have if they hadn't done this stuff. Because I'm now going, you have the uh, like the tag title shot to the head from when Jay White takes it off of Adam Cole. Adam Cole pausing, not going, like teasing he's going to hit Jay White and not going for it and Jay White grabbing it from him. It kind of was like the sort of Santos Escobar, Logan Paul thing where you go, okay, did he mean to give him the titles stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. so I kind of bid on that you had the similar thing with the ring later on so for me there were more times in this match where I bought Jay White potentially winning um, than than I think I would have otherwise and I, I bit on the near falls I thought there were some great spots and great counters in this match I think Jay White's played a really good heel I haven't liked the stealing the title thing but I think he's elevated himself to that main event level pretty quickly considering how much they fumbled his two debuts in this company. Yeah. Um, so I liked it. I, I, uh, this was my second favorite match on the show. Um, and oh yeah. Okay. I, I really bought into the story. It's, I know the sports entertainment thing isn't everyone's cup of tea. Um, for me, it's not gone too far yet. I I've been saying I haven't been overly into the devil stuff because I don't think they've, necessarily gone about it the right way because it should have been MJF being the one that's targeted, whereas it's just been Jay White and the acclaimed. So I don't think this devil's been too dastardly. But then again, with Cole maybe potentially helping Jay White, I'm going, well, Jay White did just come back from that attack like right away. So maybe it was just faked and Adam Cole's been with Jay White the whole time. So for me, like I'm watching this match and I've got all these questions going through my head as I'm watching it, which kind of did at least achieve for me getting more invested in it. So, uh, and I, I wasn't bothered that we didn't get the, the devil reveal. I think that is something we can continue with. And I think you still come out of this going, 
okay, well, maybe Adam Cole is okay, and he was planning on wrestling this match and and winning the title, but yeah. MJF happened to come back, and he's like, fuck. So wait, are we not going to so, get the reveal until Adam Cole is healthy in fucking 2025? Because I, I don't think he's... I think, obviously, like, part of me was like, okay, you really want to swerve me? Take that boot off, and you you have gear on underneath, and you're actually wrestling. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the only, like, thing that would have genuinely got, like, a reaction that I think they were trying to go for by doing all these bells and whistles mm-hmm. on this. But, like, this is this was two guys who are insanely talented in ring and, like, top of the game. Specifically, MJF has just, mm-hmm. like, had an insane year. But not one of his defenses, I thought he was losing the title. Danielson in an Ironman hour-long match when Danielson's like, I don't even want the title. Cool. Why am I watching this pay-per-view? MJF versus some three jobbers, definitely not losing the title. Versus Jay White, the guy whose storyline is, I stole your title, not losing the title. So it didn't matter what any of the stuff. I kept thinking, there's no way they're giving it to Jay White because he's Jay White. There's just no way. So, But I, there was no point in this that the story made you think potentially they could? For me, no, okay. not not at one point. I was watching this like, can we just end this thing? Mm. Like, holy shit, just like going on so long. And I, I do think Jay White is, is great. I have watched some of his matches where I'm like, yeah. So I didn't quite get that either. So I felt robbed watching this because I mm. wanted MJF versus Jay White. Instead, it was MJF on the ground being stomped on the leg for so long. And then he went, oh, actually, I'm going to do a fucking jump off this thing. And it's just, I felt very like, yeah, I felt like a, a little they were doing two WCW stuff of not maybe not even sure what they're doing is what I'm gathering from watching this because it's like cool Adam Cole is there but he actually is injured so you can't actually do any like mm. I'm expecting him doing the Kevin Nash right where he's like and I'm not actually injured and gets up but like you can't because he's actually injured so I really liked it I, the elbow drop off the top I thought was ridiculous um, that, <laughs> yeah, to that- his injured leg. <laughs> Yeah, but it, the story is, it's like, I've got to do these things to try and retain it. Sure. Like, yeah. you you do, like, I've done, like, you know, theater with an injured foot, and you battle through it. You battle through the pain. You don't just, yeah. you're not, you're hurt. You don't go around limping the entire time. Like, you, yeah, you yeah. work with it. Adrenaline pulls you through. That that leaping cutter to the floor, I thought that it was That was sick. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. Um, Definitely woke the crowd up. because uh, I, I do agree with the first like 10 minutes of the match. I, I was annoyed at the beginning of this match, but they completely got me by the midpoint of this. Because um, even afterwards... And for me, it was head and shoulders above everything else on the show apart from that um, Texas death. Like afterwards, it felt like everyone in the crowd was like, all right, something's going to happen. And then MJF is just like, thanks. And then everyone's like, oh, you could see people in the crowd like, oh, what? That's it? Oh, okay. And I felt a little that way. Uh, I think now having this feud over, I'm just happy because I want to move away from the Bullet Club guys and MJF. It's been, it feels like they've announced this match like months ago. And then... It was six-week build, yeah. Yeah. Not the best build for a main event title match. But, but then the criticism has been, in the past, it's been, they've been telling us the matches a week before. Yeah. You know, like, I do think there was, I think there was a... Uh, we've seen a kind of change the last, and not everything's worked, but as soon as that last pay-per-view ended, they kind of got some ducks in a row for this one of like, what are the stories? I like that, yeah. A a lot of criticism was all in and all out. We're like, what the fuck are the matches? We've got a stadium show coming up in two weeks and we don't know what the matches are. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I think 
it's finding that balance. I, I think there is something you can do kind of in between. I think it does kind of muddy it when you're having a, a match like Kenny and MJF two weeks before this one. Yeah, which is way better than this match. So, Um, yeah. I I think this was a lower pay-per-view for AEW. Uh, I think on the lower end, uh, definitely not their worst because Hangman Swerve was one of the best matches of the year. So definitely raises that up. But everything else on it felt like it was a bit of a dynamite for me, uh, wrestling-wise. But I still still enjoyed watching it, but definitely comparing it to some of their other pay-per-views was not on that kind of level but uh yeah cage match has it at 6.94 i i agree i don't think it it wasn't like banger after banger after banger yeah. by any means i i did really enjoy orange cassidy versus mox um that uh texas death match is one of the matches of the year and i i think i am in the minority with the main event but yeah definitely not one of their strongest shows but i still enjoyed it so but, who's who's the, the guy to take it off mjf now What's so we've got Joe as the next challenger, right? I assume that's... Do you think that's Winter is Coming? Or no. do you think it's World's End? I, I assume that's World's End, and I assume Wardlow is Winter is, is Coming. Winter is Coming, okay. So um, both, again, it's like, oh, he's not losing it to Wardlow, but he there's maybe Joe, but still don't really see that dire- the direction that they would go with, but they've definitely been stretching the Joe thing out, and I, I really love their first match, yeah. so like would be interested to see it happen again, but... I see it maybe being... Like, I'd love to see Swerve be the one to take it. It's, you kind of feel with this, this devil thing that, uh, it should be, I guess, him that should be the ultimate final boss. Yeah. But I loved Orange Cassidy at the presser. I just watched some clips of some of the stuff some of the guys had to say. And they were talking about Orange Cassidy. He's like, yeah, I want to defend this belt like I did before, just not against Swerve or Hangman, please. <laughs> <laughs> I do not want to do any of that shit. Nice. So that's fun. Was there anything else of note coming out from the presser? Uh, Osprey was there. He said he wanted to wrestle with a bunch of guys. Uh, MJF was crying. He was saying like, hey, I really love this. I really love being this guy. I don't, I've never done this before being, I, I guess, babyface and guy, stuff. Yeah. And saying that he loves AEW and that Tony Khan better pay him a lot of money because he wants to stay here, but kind of teasing. Yeah. I, I think he's signed. I, I don't think Tony would be. It's, it is something <laughs> that it was a story they were building up and then for a long time. And then he's kind of just, I think, just naturally yeah. become this baby face. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's, you can't do the, like I'm getting out of here. He's not even the the CM Punk anti heel baby face where yeah, he's yeah. leaving. It's just like, yeah, it's so. I I think it makes sense that they've dropped it. It's just a yeah. shame when they build it up for quite a while. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I see him staying. I see him being like the next year. I see this is an upper on the up for AW. I know the past few months people have kind of criticized them, saying they're kind of in the dumps right now, but they still put on amazing matches and, and entertaining stuff. And I think having your Ospreys, your Danielsons, your MJFs, Kenny, all these people used properly, like should mm. produce some good stuff. So going forward, like I, I hope they step it up a, a, a tiny little bit. And I think they will with the tournament thing, with the sting thing. They're thinking of other things to do than just, hey, uh, Garcia is going to face someone on Dynamite mm. and it's going to be good and you're going to love it. It's like, no, do a bit more. And I think they are starting to do that. So even though I, I was yeah, mixed I, with I feelings. Yeah, I think all that stuff, it's like uh, for the longest time, wrestling fans weren't getting the wrestling they wanted to see yeah. on TV that itch has been scratched a long time ago now. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's why they've been leaning a bit more sports entertainment. And it's it, just not everyone's taste. It's like you need 
it's difficult. You need stories to get you invested in matches. Um, Higher writers. But yeah, it's, <laughs> it's the kind of stories you're telling that don't always connect. Yeah. And Swerve Hangman clearly did. Uh, the MJF one obviously hasn't with a lot of people. Yeah, definitely. But I'm, I'm looking forward to, as I am dynamite this week to kind of see what the next, because after a pay-per-view, they're good at like resetting and kind of onto the next one. So world's end is the next pay-per-view that's at the end of December. So you got about another five, six weeks. Yeah, Yeah. that's, that's all right. And, um, I could see MJF versus Joe at being at that Mm. one, maybe, uh, Golden Jets versus Big Bill. <laughs> sure. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, so that was full gear. Some mixed feelings there. But uh, briefly, uh, the talk of the town of Ring of Honor is uh, their champions pretty much saying, I don't want this title anymore. But Ronda Rousey also coming in on Friday night. On After Collision and Rampage went off the air, they brought her in for the taping. So that will air this week. Uh, what people are reporting as a handshake deal mm. where she's just like, yeah, I'll come in there and do it. Uh, as much as I'm not a Ronda Rousey fan in the terms of sports entertainment, um, like I think it's still pretty, it's a name, you know, it might not matter to some of us, but it would matter to some other people who are just like, oh shit, it's Ronda Rousey. It's definitely, I think out of curiosity, people will sign up to on a club to, to watch it, watch this. Um, yeah, I, you know, I think, uh, Wrestling fans want to know, like, you care about what you're doing. Yeah. You know, and I think Logan Paul, for an example, is someone who, when he came in, everyone's like, oh, fuck this guy. He's just trying to use WWE to get even more famous. And then it's clear watching his promos and his matches that he cares about wrestling and wants to be good. He was just on Good Morning America being interviewed. Right holding the u.s title the whole interview right. <laughs> being asked serious questions about things and he's holding the u.s title i was dying and i think uh you hear a lot from wrestling fans oh i don't like the guy but i respect him now yeah. and i think ronda when she came into wwe in that first run um initially had that respect she had that that great tag match at wrestlemania uh she had some good singles matches too and people were like okay she clearly cares like she you know, she says, Rowdy Roddy Piper's my favorite wrestler and saying all the right things. And then it soured. Like, yeah. Becky Lynch just, like, became a superstar and it just therefore made the fans pick Becky over Ronda and Ronda seemed to take that personally. Ronda also, like, in her promos and videos she was posting online was, like, t- shitting on wrestling. It, it was around that time yeah. because, like, the fans were starting to boo her because yeah. she wasn't... <laughs> becky lynch you know and and i think that soured a lot of people and then certainly this this last run where she came in and she just didn't look like she wanted to be there at all yeah and i think it she lost a lot of her like luster her star power and people were kind of like fuck ronda rousey so you know her doing stuff like random indie shows to tag with her friend and not doing, oh, I'll do a AEW Dynamite match, being, sure, I'll do Ring of Honor. I think people go, oh, she just wants to wrestle. Yeah. And that's cool. And I, so I think it's this rehab thing. It's kind of, you know, her dipping her toes in the water, being like, okay, do I like working with this Tony Khan guy? What is this locker room like? Do I want to do this? And I, I think it's going to be, it's going to be better for her than, her just randomly debuting as a big deal on Dynamite and all the fans being like, oh, fuck this. She just 
WWE doesn't work and she just comes in now. Yeah. I think you'd have had a lot more negativity. So it, yeah, it the is way, quite interesting. Yeah, the way they brought her in isn't like she was the signing on this pay-per-view no. or anything. Like that would have made me go, fuck that. But yeah. instead, I'm like, okay, hold on. You've been doing some indie shows. Maybe you're you're still interested in this. Maybe mm-hmm. WWE didn't work it because of some grievances there. And you just are interested in this. And maybe some of the other girls and women you're wrestling with now are like, hey, let's let's do some stuff. Let's mm-hmm. make some 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 matches and I think it could work. Uh, yeah. As much as I didn't give a fuck about Ronda Rousey in WWE mm-hmm. for the past like few years, yeah. so I think it's I think it is something that oh, uh, it's not just oh she's in AEW AEW now, so now I'm a fan of her because yeah, yeah, I love exactly. AEW. It's it's not that either. It's like hold on, let's let's kind of see because they didn't just necessarily go hey this is our new signing and this this this. They didn't do that, so we'll see we'll mm-hmm. see. We could be in a few months being like oh I'm glad she's gone or she oh she's yeah. here or wow she really improved or who knows. We'll or she might not even do anything else after this. Yeah, it could be that. So that like, was it. I, I really wanted to tag with Marina Shafir. Yeah, she got she got to get ready for UFC uh, 300. She got to <laughs> yeah. get in the octagon again. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think she will be, but doing that. But yeah, uh, some other quick things before we get out of here. Dynamite uh, this week, leading into Full Gear, had the Golden Dragon fucking Sega. I don't even remember what it was called, but. Yeah. That thing. Uh, Kota Ibushi riding a bicycle only to get fucking destroyed by Brian Cage is one of the best clips I've seen in so long. I just long. wish he used that. <laughs> bunk, pole. Bunk, bunk. <laughs> I showed someone it and as he's like tapping people, he's like, yeah, this is why I don't like this shit. And then he got clotheslined and he was like, okay, that looked pretty good. <laughs> I absolutely loved that match, if you want to call it that. And I love how Big Show and his knees didn't get past the entrance ramp and yeah. then got slammed. So like as silly and stupid as like a lot of people I'm sure thought, I think it did justice for Will Hobbs because you got that clip of him like destroying this yeah, yeah, guy. Sure. And then on this pay-per-view, they're like, uh, you know, Paul White's out of action. Was he in action before this yeah. match? I don't know. <laughs> I think that's got to be his, like, that's it. Right off forever. Now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's done. Yeah. It's like when, uh, he did that, he did that to Kurt Angle in SmackDown. He threw Kurt Angle off something and injured him. So it should be the same thing. Um, can't really remember much else from Dynamite other than the swerve, uh, stuff with Hangman. That was also yeah. good. But as silly as that, that match was, like, yeah, it was, it, it had my, it had my attention because it was just so ridiculous. But, well, we kind of got to get out of here because we're going to see Demand Lucha yes. in an hour. So we got to wrap this up immediately. Uh, yes. But we'll chat all WWE uh, Survivor Series predictions, all that on Tuesday on the post wrestling feed, youtube.com slash post wrestling. Uh, check out everything we got going on the Patreon at patreon.com slash poison rana. And you still have time to get your tickets for our Survivor Series watch party next Saturday at poisonrana.ca. Yes, check out everything. Follow us on the socials and check out our Patreon shows because, uh, like I said, it's how we keep the lights on and we want to keep doing this. And uh, if no one no one starts signing up to our Patreon anymore, we'll just, we'll just stop. Is that what you want? Yeah. Is that what you want, people? Yeah. For us to stop reviewing silly movies and wrestling? Well, we won't. So patreon.com slash poisonrana. Five bucks a month. Sign up. What are you waiting for? <laughs> I myself, Brain Harrington, Twitter, Instagram, at the Bray D. And I am Matt Davy Portman. That's it, that's all. Take care, goodbye, be safe, and I love you. Ahoy! Oh,